Welcome to Heads Up, a podcast presented by the head teacher, the head boy and the head girl of Open High School. Together along with invited guests, we'll give some updates on what's going on in our school and we'll stimulate some discussions around national and international news, events and ideas. Along the way, we hope you'll join us and hopefully together we'll have a stimulating, informative and a very enjoyable experience. Today we're going to look at the topic of exams and my guests are Holly and Eva, Kate and Claire and it's chaired by Hannah and myself. So, ladies, can we start by having a wee blather about how did last year's exams go? Well, we actually haven't done last year's exams. I've, um, I only have done my National 5 prelims in S4 so I got a bit of a taste of what exams would really be like then but I was not prepared for the workload and the amount I needed to study and I didn't therefore do as well as I probably could have Um, but the last two years there was just um, assessments in class and I actually did like them I feel like I would have done worse if I actually done a full exam as they were split into like so one exam was split into like three parts and I felt like that was much better for me because I could study each one separately and focus a lot more on what I was actually doing so um well I'm the same I only done my prelims for national five and I was quite lucky because I done quite well in my prelims but other people that maybe didn't do as well would have been affected by that because we obviously didn't sit exams, so they were a big part of our final grade. I feel like we half of us could have done like better because we believe that prelims didn't matter, so nobody put that much effort in. However, it's been shown that they do really matter because it'll help us with our final results like it did for the last two years. Yeah, because COVID was a shock, and then they actually were like, right, we need to use your prelims, and... I know personally I thought I could have done much better. And I think we didn't usually take the test seriously, but now because we've been taken so way more seriously and they are the exam, then you actually have to like learn the subject to answer them rather than just cramming it in before the exam. I felt like I was actually doing more learning rather than just preparing for an exam at the end of it. So as much as we had that culture shock, at least that was positively a, a learning experience and that this year when the exams come back in whatever shape or form, you're likely to be better performed as a whole. Yeah, I definitely think probably. everyone will be more prepared this year. Yeah, especially the old, the older years, like I'm probably S5 and 6, who were actually affected by the COVID. I reckon they'll think a lot more like, right, I actually need to study and I need to do well because they know the workload and they know the amount I have to do. I don't know about this year's National Fives, though. They might... They have never had an exam experience before. Like this is their first exam experience, and they're actually going straight into exams. So yeah, and we didn't have that. We before. didn't have that. Yeah, and we just been through COVID, so they probably not had the same like the blend of learning and all that. Yeah, yeah, I've spoken to a few National Five candidates, and they're all saying that they're all really stressed about it. Yeah, they don't compared know to the coming. hires. Yeah, and yeah, I've missed quite a lot of learning being at home and not being in a classroom environment. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like when you're at home, you didn't really do that much. I'm sure some of you didn't do so much and some of you did quite a lot. You just didn't have a teacher, they're pushing you to do it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you had to be self-motivated and I'm not sure if... I think that was quite difficult, whereas an exam, 
I, definitely before an exam, everybody felt very stressed, which I'm not sure if that helped, but it <laughs> motivated you to do well, whereas because there was no end goal of passing an exam, it was quite hard to motivate yourself to do the work. Yeah, yeah I feel like COVID has helped us be self-motivated as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we had prelims, like this year apparently, I'm not really sure, but this year apparently they're not actually going to have prelims, just tests in class. But um, I quite like the prelims because it like before you actually had to sit in exam hall and do your the exams are in the prelims aren't they? well some of them I'm pretty sure yeah. they're they were like I got to actually know what it feel like to go into an exam and even find them a desk god that I got I literally so walked past it so many times memorized my candidate number was the fear yeah <laughs> it was like the, the 10 digits I was like if I get one wrong well, let's take remember. away that myth for a wee while so yeah, there's, a, there's an element of truth in uh, both uh, points that's just been raised. Mm-hmm. So we are going to have prelims, uh, obviously, because we're now able to, because of relaxed COVID restrictions, put you all in a hall. And uh, there'll be prelims for English and maths. So every kid that's doing English and maths will get a prelim in a hall so oh, they know what good. the hall-like situation is, yeah. is like. But because we now have the longer periods, we don't have to just create a prelim for every single subject and artificially wipe out two weeks of a timetable just to put you all in a hole. So uh, we'll make sure that every youngster has uh, a couple of opportunities to go to the hall, get what it's like, get that routine. You know, you talked about your SCN number and where you sit. Mm-hmm. So everybody will be given that experience. But we'll not do that for all seven subjects because that's a bit yeah. of overkill. Yeah. But it's so. good that English and maths, because everyone in that bypass has to take English and maths. So they will get a feel of what yeah, it's like before they good. actually do their exams. That's good, yeah. yeah and then so older ones have already had it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's one helpful thing. Do you know another thing that I picked up with what you were saying that I think might be a good idea? You were saying about the Nat 5s not having that experience and you were talking about not being prepared. I think. Do you think it would be really helpful if we had some seniors like yourselves who is part of an assembly item, you know, we're doing weekly assemblies, nearly weekly assemblies. Mm. If you gave, a bit like you're doing in this podcast, given an experience and, and trying to mm. coax them to actually, you know, put in that bit of effort and realise yeah. the importance. Because we're about to go into the next section, if you don't mind, which is the SQA proposal. So the SQA proposal for, you know, exams next year is... Well, we've already reduced the content in exams from last year. So that would be repeated. So the courses that you're doing now have some reduced content and you'll only be examined on the reduced content. So it's still quite a broad range of stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. for each subject. And the exams will go ahead as normal. So and the exam timetable is on the website just now. However, if things, you know, eh, take a turn for the worst and COVID hits us a wee bit harder, then it may be that they'll reduce the content a wee bit further or they may give more direction to exactly what we should be studying to to just focus on what we're able to do because if there's you know more people off there'll be less time to do it and uh, that's the second thing that's on the cards and the third thing is you know if we went into another lockdown and clearly we can't have exams then we're back to doing exactly what we did last year and we've just discussed that so with that sqa proposal in mind you know does that give you any confidence or any anxiety going ahead with the exams? Yeah, well, to know that if the exams do go ahead, like, to know that we've had the bit of practice and we know that we actually do have to put in the effort, like, I think I'll be more prepared for the exams to actually go ahead. But then if they don't or the things, like, the learning in it is reduced, we'll know that 
it will be fine because we've done it before. So it's quite good that there's they've got options like for what actually is going to happen this year. Right, come on in. Uh, somebody else kick in. Well, I kind of wish the assignments were still a thing in certain ones because then it gave you a bit of your percent or your mark before you went in, which yeah. I don't think yeah, was the best idea something. to get rid of, especially in this sort of... You'd thought they'd want to keep that in yeah. a bit more and then maybe just reduce the actual exam. Yeah, actual exam. Because then it's like... Because before it was like... The business one was like 30% mm-hmm. before you went in. Full marks and that, you're laughing. You'll have to get 20 more in your past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you got actual time to work on the mm-hmm. assignments and like you got to like actually take your time and think of what you're going to put in so that you'd... So you'd know that you'd... Um, like you'd know what you were doing whereas in the exam you're like stressed and you're you're having to think remember so much so I think the assignments were good however they were a lot of extra a lot of extra effort like you kind of when you were writing your assignment you kind of forgot to like carry on studying with the actual subject and then you like lost that part of it so it was a lot of extra effort but they did help I think yeah I think for me personally I'd far rather do like what we done last year like assessments over time than do a natural exam because I found it really stressful when I done my prelims. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> Maybe a bit too stressful. I like the thought of actual <laughs> exams stress out more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Like it gives a better rounded view of a person as well because you could be going through some really yeah. traumatic thing yeah, or something on that day, day or have, yeah. just having a rubbish day. Uh-huh. Someone's put you in a bad mood and then you've <laughs> you have to sit your exam. Whilst if you're doing it all the way through the year it's like they can see if you're A's all the way along or even at Christmas time you've put mm-hmm. so much work in that you've just gotten better after that it gives a much well rounded view of a person yeah. I think than just one day because you don't know what's happened that one day yeah and I liked how they were split up like I said earlier how like one exam was like that you'd have to do it you'd have like two and a half hours in the actual exam hall how that was split into like separate like, history so I could revise for that specifically and then the week after would be like the source questions, which then I could revise for that so separately, and I really liked how that worked. I, would have I think done. exams were definitely too long anyway. Like I like chemistry ones are like three and a half hours, and I don't think anyone's concentration levels can last that long to yeah. at your peak performance. But then also like none of it's an ideal situation, but to be cutting stuff out of exams isn't ideal either because then you are losing out on some of the stuff that other people have learned in the past. Mm-hmm. Then then you're not learning that either. But then it would be unfair to have a full content whilst people have missed a lot of learning being off yeah. and ill. Okay. See, that's quite a fascinating topic. and uh, You know, there's a, there's a consultation going on just now that was uh, established on the back of this OECD report. So the OECD report is this international organisation that evaluates education and other things across all, most of the countries in the world. And uh, I was part of a panel, and at that panel it was suggested that Scotland's unique as being the only country in the world that has high stakes exams three years on the trot. Exams at S4, exams in S5, exams at the end of S6. Uh, and there's about 25% of schools that will have exams in S5 and then S6. But the majority, you know, 75% have what's called exit exams. So, you know, at the point you leave, you do your exam. So for us, because we've got a really high stay on rate because of all the courses we do, uh, but regardless of what you're staying on rate, at the point you leave, that's the point you should be taking an exam so you can go to the employer and say, this is my worth, my academic worth, when you leave. 
So what would you make of that idea, the OECD suggesting that we don't have as many exams, but we still have an exam? What's your view on that? I think that's probably better suited to quite a lot of people because the way we do it just now involves quite a lot of unnecessary testing people and then quite a lot of overlap between the NAT5 and higher courses, which are getting tested on the same stuff unnecessarily and putting people under stress that they don't need, whereas they could have just be continue learning in, until it's their time to yeah. be tested and leave. But then there's but then there's like one big exam once again. Yeah. It kind of puts a lot on you. Yeah. It's like your whole life basically rests on that one exam. Yeah, that's true. I think that'll cause that well. it's like more stress, but then you also have like a lot more time to like think about like revise for it and think about what level you're gonna like do it at and just yeah, you've got a lot more time to do it but there's going to be a lot of stress on that one exam. I feel like if it's one big exam people are more likely to freak out on the day and forget everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've always got our NAT 5s to fall back on if you need them. Like we have the foundation ready. And like because we do it over three three years if you don't do as well in fifth year you can do it again in sixth year so you've got an extra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if you don't get what you needed in fact like for the certain exam, you can reset it in sixth year. Well, you couldn't do that if you... Or even with the nat fives, if you fail your nat fives, you could still do them do in fifth year and then do your high in the sixth year. So it gives yeah. you another... Gosh, oh, you've got three kind of opportunities to do your best than, than rather than just the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems that you're kind of not having that one big exit exam like, you know, the 75% of the countries we're talking about, and that's yeah. cool. But, so, is it... What would you prefer? The three exams, one after the other? Or... Would you just prefer the system that we had last year where you go through your courses and you're assessed on your ability over time rather than that one pressured exam? What would you prefer? I definitely think over time. Yeah, same. Yeah. I agree. But same. then also it could be kind of like personal because some people might do better in one big exam at the end. So I think it just depends on people. It just depends. But yeah, it's also depends luck. You could just revise the night before of the exact <laughs> questions that come up and then you're yeah. fine. <laughs> Yeah, because some people work well under pressure, but then you've got the same like you're never going to have everyone agreeing on this. But some people really don't work well under pressure, and then that means that the actual test isn't fair because you're not testing their knowledge; you're testing their test taking ability instead. Yeah, Mm -hmm. most people I've talked to about exams much prefer the assessments that we did last year, but some people, like as you said, really work well under pressure. Like they don't do well in assessments before but then on the day of their exam they just absolutely smash it but I don't I do much... anything all year April hits and you're like yeah you're like right okay <laughs> yeah but I much prefer the assessments because it felt more relaxed and like I could take my time and I could revise certain bits at certain times and it was just much easier for me I think good well listen I'd like to thank all of you Holly, Eva, Hannah, Kate and Claire for taking part in our first ever podcast we've learnt a lot <laughs> about how to structure the podcast we've learnt a lot about the timing that we should be doing the podcast on because uh, right above us is the art department packing up for the day <laughs> so that's a lesson we'll learn but you know if we do put this out I think that people listening to it might use the types of things that you've been discussing as you know a point of discussion for them which is the whole point of our podcast is to encourage others to think about you know what's going on both in terms of school things and we're going to do national initiative things as well. But yeah, so thanks very much for contributing. Thanks very much for allowing others to think about the topics that you've discussed. And uh, we'll catch everyone later. All right.